0: all right hello hello guys welcome to pick up the barbell i'm justin i'm kobe and uh just like to say uh thank you thank you guys for listening um uh, it's really cool to see like our viewers and um just seeing like the numbers go up and and also just getting the feedback um just from people around us and also what i really think is cool is that the ladies, the ladies are, are liking this, and we're getting good feedback from them. Um, if you guys don't know, this is originally uh, built for, like, for young men and just things that we go through in everyday life and just how you tie that back into the Bible. Uh, so, so yeah, I think uh, I think we're on to something. We're going to keep going, and, yeah, I hope you guys continue to enjoy it.
1: Uh, today, uh Today we're going to talk about knowing yourself, mm. uh, questions that we might even have, maybe they won't get answered, not because we definitely don't have the answers, but you know, just to get some thought rolling, maybe in your own lives, definitely in our lives, mm. and and just to address some maybe issues, maybe some common things college-age men and young, I mean older high school kids are going through. Yeah. Um, I know for, for me, Justin, I always ask you about, you know, can we really know ourselves? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, um, I mean, it, it, It. and honestly, like from my understanding depends on your point of view and, and your source of truth. Honestly, I think we can, I mean, from my understanding, we can know characteristics about ourselves. We can know what we'd like. People can tell us maybe a gift we have and, and other things, but to answer that question deeper, um, I I don't I don't know if you can. I, just what do you think?
0: Yeah. So, um, if you guys don't know Kobe, he's a he's a very deep deep guy. <laughs> he like really has some deep thoughts. Um, yeah. That's that's deep, Kobe. Um, <laughs> I guess like for me, I use um, like a mission statement at least for mm. me. And I guess my mission statement is uh, to use my my talents, my gifts, and skills, skills acquired to further advance the kingdom, Mm. and, uh, what that looks like, at least for me, um, right now, is, um, like, for instance, this podcast is using, you know, what I know, and then what you know, and what, you know, who can get on these, get, um, the people on this podcast, you know, their help, you know, Further like knowledge about um the Bible and about God and jesus and um as far as uh like like skills and talents like I feel like I'm a really good listener this kind of goes back to characteristics yeah. um and then i'm a I'm a coach, so you know using my coaching skills to yeah. you know help people and um yeah so
1: and none of that's who you are, though, right? And, that's not your identity.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and
1: to me, that was my understanding. It's like, do we know ourselves? What do you identify as, right? Ooh, that's, yeah, that's, that's that's probably good. the first thing that, if you were going to answer this question at a real, like, an authentic depth, it would be like, what's your identity in?
0: Yeah, that's a better question, right?
1: Like, it's it's are you truly, you know, live in the gospel? Are you mm-hmm. tri- Is your identity in Christ alone? Uh, I don't know if anyone can say that just to our imperfection, but but to understand that maybe is is great right mm-hmm. that that is wise and and humbling to be in a situation where you're like, ah maybe i'm maybe I'm worshiping working out today,
0: worshipping working out <laughs> right, maybe I'm <laughs> okay. worshiping
1: the wrong God right now,
0: okay, you know, do Let's we see. ever
1: ask ourselves today, Lord, it's yours, I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna go to work, I hate my job.' But I'm gonna do it because I know you put me there. It's not my identity, God. My identity's in you, and I trust you enough to know that you put me here, and and to be to be your son, to be your daughter, and to do what you call me to do. That's my identity. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's tough. That's a tough. Uh-huh. That's a tough thing to say honestly. To wholeheartedly believe it is another right. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's something I'm learning. As we have these conversations, yeah. as I ex- like express my deep thoughts, it's, it's not that I'm necessarily looking for an answer that's like A to B, right? A plus B equals C. That's not the answer I'm looking for, and it's not a realistic answer, especially when you're talking about how society is impacting us and questions like that that could have some gray area, right? That have right. that blur area. Mm-hmm. But I think as children of God, we have to question society, mm-hmm. right? We got a question. It's like, wait, does this align with the Bible? Does this align with my source of truth? And maybe, maybe this wonderful idea that you brought up of knowing yourself is understanding when you have to look to God all the more or consciously stop and say, God, what's going on here? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Being aware, know yourself to say, Hey, I'm not above that. I'm not above going out tonight. Yeah, some people might be able to go out and have one drink, but if you're an all or nothing guy like me, it's gonna be like, Yeah, I'll take one. I guess I'll do another next thing you know, you know, you're you're taking alumni shots and you don't know what happened. You know, you get home, you're like, What what you know, so to know yourself, I mean that's that's wise. Yeah. Right in a biblical manner.
0: Right, all right. So yeah, um, just kind of like an encouragement for for everyone really especially when you're young is just take time just be by yourself and just to get get to really like know yourself and and uh, just just be in prayer like okay god i'm 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 your child like i'm your child i'ma you know sink that into you into yourself um and then just also really just like Kobe he's really good at this really um thinking uh just like where um like where you want me to be who who, where you want me to be and um and yeah and just don't be like afraid and worried about like the next steps and I have to tell myself this all the time um because like Kobe and I we kind of have some we have some interesting journeys like just on where like god has taken us um like i was listening to uh kobe's story and just um just him being a an athlete uh wrestler and just how he's gone to like different colleges and um and how he Some would say too many too many <laughs> so it's like yeah like kobe do you mind sharing just a little bit about like how how so you bounced around? And- yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, I think
1: I, I can't remember the exact words you just said, but it's like <laughs> me God like let like led you, but maybe all more so God. God like corrected me okay. more so along my path, my stubborn path, to stop wrestling at Arizona State, and move across country, to realizing maybe that wasn't the best idea. You know, to feeling like, yeah, I'll just start back at square one in Montana, live a simple life and then realize maybe this isn't all that God has planned for me but but what do I do now and you know look for that open door and I was like just thankful enough to meet some great mentors in bozeman and and have a door be opened and at that point, you know it kind of came down to like, am I evaluating God's purpose or plan for me, okay. Have, when's the last time I have honestly evaluated what God has planned for me like I was working at an alcohol distributor when I was in Bozeman I was working the night shift it was horrible you want to talk about making bad decisions if a beer can got dented it was basically like yeah we're gonna throw it away air quotes right here yeah you know you would take it home I mean, you can't sell it so you would take it home and if it, even if it was in the dumpster it's like hey guys there's a bunch of beer out in the dumpster you can go you know I'm, I'm not saying you can't go take it but but don't go take it right, yeah. and what does that lead to? You know, just bad decisions. Just like this thing that society might even tell us is how college is supposed to be, how you make great friends, right? Yeah, no, it's social. You can't be an alcoholic in college, right? I actually heard someone quote that today, like this weekend at a tailgate. I don't know about that, that, but that's that's what we believe, and I I, I was believing that. And at one point, I just. I just knew it wasn't sitting right with me. Mhm. Waking up depressed every time I drank. Just living anxious. On medication for anti-anxiety and depression pills. Just not the man I wanted to be. Right. I, I you can't even use man in a sentence for the boy I was back then. And and that wasn't okay. That wasn't sitting right inside me, right? Maybe it was my Holy Spirit, the Lord just just calling me to something and to look to him a little harder. And finally I truly believe God just kind of pushed me through a door. It opened up and he knew he knew the way to my heart and it was like, Yeah, I'll go wrestle at Boise State. Sure. I'll take another chance. And it was amazing. I got out of Bozeman, started getting back into that more disciplined lifestyle where it's it's sad, but I wasn't drinking because of training. Now, that, that was another story once my wrestling career ended, but it, it started to produce more fruit in my life and make me look to God more. Yeah. Not that that's the right way to go, but, hey, all things for, for God's glory, right? And from there, yeah, the, the program gets cut. I mean, we were doing Bible studies with our coaches. It was, it was just the Lord was working at Boise State, and the enemy, he couldn't handle it. Sure enough, I was at peace, though. I thought I was going to raise my family in Boise, and I was just like, God, I'll do whatever. If I, if I don't wrestle, I won't wrestle. If I need to stay in Boise, I had peace. I just, I really, at the moment, had faith in the trial because I had knew, known from my past that God's going to pull you out of some dark places, and yep. and this wasn't too dark yet. There was still so much light. I know my coaches had just lost their job, and, and that seemed a lot bigger of a deal than me not getting to wrestle anymore because they have families. They put mortgages on houses. You know, they, they, they had people to take care of and provide for. And I'm like, how can I even worry about this privilege that was taken away from me rather than like a lifeline. And sure enough, the Lord provided a path out to Purdue. Yeah. And I, again, you know, stubborn Kobe thought it was going to be just for wrestling and that, and I got a neck injury, and it turns out I got medically disqualified. So here I am, right, back kind of to square one. Wrestling's gone from my life. It might have been the only thing keeping me from really going out and living that college life at the time because I had not not experienced, like, a goal that I was training for. And so I, I call my buddy Pablo. He's FCA director in Boise, Idaho. And he's like, oh, think about it your whole life you've been on a team and now maybe it's time like to be on team Jesus. <laughs> and that sounds corny, <laughs> but you got to remember, like you identify with the team you're on. Yeah. You take yeah. pride in it. You see your teammate like get hit by someone. You want to go knock out the guy who hit him, right? Like right. you identify with that. So what if I change my thinking and it's like team Jesus, you know, fighting for the, for the mission, you know, the great commission and and that, you know, isn't something that you're just like, okay, where do I sign up? <laughs> you know, but it, it, it worked in, you know, it was a thought that I started to have and started questioning and praying a little bit about God, put it on my heart, you know, do, do I need to go out tonight? It's like, no. I mean, what good happens when you go out anyway, or start really making decisions in my life based on the kingdom rather than how it would only affect my performance, or just my weight or reasons for myself, which is selfish, you know, and it's just been a blessing. Now I meet I meet some wonderful people at CrossFit West Lafayette, which I've gotten connected with since I have all this energy and yeah. can't necessarily get on the mat. I'm coaching high school wrestling, which is great. And my life is just it's just so fruitful. I'm giving up control daily, and that's something that Mm -hmm. Justin's kind of been talking to me about. This dude lives in grace, and he's great at it. (laughs) He's so good at just. I try. I mean, maybe it's the listener spirit in him, but he just—you know—he's not—he's never really flustered.
0: Um, I I get flustered sometimes. (laughs) I don't see it. You you hide it well. You get flustered sometimes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But kind of like I was flustered about. Almost like this podcast episode, it's like, oh man, we have a lot of avenues we can kind of take with this, but literally the best way to do this podcast is just to talk, <laughs> just yeah. to talk and see see what happens, but yeah, I do get flustered, flustered at times. How do you handle that? How do I handle, oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, um, how, does it, how
1: does a quiet, stoic man handle, fun- <laughs> I just, I just, brand, I just lash it out on people and then I have to say, hey, you know, my bad. <laughs> you know that wasn't personal, it was, it was something else. But Justin, you don't have to you don't have to deal with it. How does a stoic man handle it? A stoic
0: man. Oh. Good question. So I guess one thing is Um. Yeah. How do I deal with that? Just guess, all right. talk, let's talk. Let's give an example. Me. Okay. Yeah, I just I need Alright,
1: here I am. I'm like, hey Justin, what's up, man? I go in for a hug, but instead I kick your knee in. I need it. Okay, we're through the pain, through the process. But you're like, Co, why'd you do that? Why would you do that to me?" Or I break your hand, your right hand for for your books, <laughs> or something like that. You know, you're okay. He's laughing about, it, but man, you're ticked. You're ticked at me. What's your process?
0: Well, <laughs> I'll say, you know what? This will be a good opportunity for me to be ambidextrous and use my left hand so I can write. No, probably not that.
1: Buzz. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for. Thanks for that.
0: No, um, yeah, that's a good one. I'll just, I'll probably break it down, like, okay, Cope, like, something's gotta be going on with you, like, what's wrong? Does someone, you know, talk to you Dang. the wrong way, or like, um, you know, bad, bad day of wrestling, or just, mm. yeah, what? I'll try to get kind of in your mind, like, hey, man, what's going on? Why? Yeah, um. But going back to just how I deal with you know, things that are being flustered, yeah, first I just take it to God like, okay, this is flustering me. This is um yeah, this is causing me some grief and some trouble. And then so I mean my mindset is like put first things first. So yeah, put God first, mm-hmm. see where the, take it take this to issue to him, and then um And then a lot of times, it's, like, one thing at a time. So, because normally when I get flustered, it's just, like, a lot of bunch of things coming at at me at once. And it's, like, okay, just take it one step at a time, important things first, and, yeah, just kind of go from there. Um, A lot of times when we get flustered, again, it's just, you know, someone calls you, then texts you, and then, hey, I need this, and, you know, and then, like, you know, get a flat tire. Just a lot of things just goes on, and... Um, it's just, all right, just breathe, tell God where you're at and take it one step at a time. So, Dude, that's tight. Thank you. That, so. that
1: helps me <laughs> being a semi rash person. I was listening to a sermon this Sunday and mm-hmm. I was taking some notes cause the ironic, not ironically, no coincidences. Right. But the message was kind of about how the world robs us of our peace and tries to confuse our identity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm I'm trying to come from. I'm probably not great at explaining that yet. I get so hyped up. I'm so passionate about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I'm hearing you say is, is your, it's wisdom, man. You know, thinking yeah. clear about an unclear thing, situation, right? Mm-hmm. That's all that is. It's like, hey, okay, 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 yeah, on the surface. This is unclear. This is making me anxious. But let's walk through this a little bit. Let's take it one step at a time. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, and then for me, just kind of going back to, like, my background, um, like, from Tennessee, then what's the school, came to Purdue, was, it's like, okay, studying aeronautical engineering technology. In my mind, I'm thinking, all right, so study this, you know, get a good job, and that'll be that, like, yeah. working on airplanes. Life, awesome. right? Yeah, Life, so. easy, period, done. Yeah, there it is. Grow up, have a family. Uh-huh. What and next? Then, yeah, so, that was, like, my original thinking, um, but long story short, like, after graduating, just trying to get certified to become, like, to work on airplanes and to get a job in the industry was just, uh, long story short, just, like, not working out, and so... Uh, ended up, and this was pretty cool working on the wind turbines and and um, and then ended up coaching and then now, you know, author of a children's book, mm. and if you in yeah coaching and just if you were to just tell me that like, like right after high school that's what I was gonna do and it's like what, like write a kids book do yeah. a podcast you know coach, yeah that wouldn't be. <laughs> my first thought. um, But going back to, um, uh, what were you saying about um,
1: robbing us of our identity or confusing us? Yeah, so, I mean... Robbing us of our peace confuses us of our identity.
0: Right. So, a lot of times society, you know, you're supposed to, you know, go to school, you know, get a job, and, you know, the American dream. Mm. what is it, like a picket fence and two and a half kids or something? Dude, right. It's like, first of all, how do you have two and a half kids? But anyway. That's um, funny. <laughs> I love statistics. Yeah, so. it's like, But yeah, just really just shying away from you know, what society tells you and and just going back to really diving deep down like, okay, what am I, you know, what am I supposed to be and yeah. become?
1: And that's that's that's... That's heavy. That's a wise thought. I want to take us to Jeremiah 29, 11. Yeah. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I think a lot of times we're told what we want, right? We're conditioned from early childhood to be like, this is what you like, right? Like, what? You're, you're telling me, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and even as Christians, we struggle with it. Maybe even a little more at times because we're in a ever-changing society. And how do we apply that to Christianity and how we're supposed to live as Christians? Sure, the Bible tells us this, but, you know, times change. And, mm-hmm. you know, like things look different. We're not changing the gospel, but it looks, it's portrayed a little differently as history moves on, right? And like that. Mm -hmm. I was, I don't know exactly the verse, but I was reading about Paul kind of talking about finding a wife. And he says, like, if you can be single, like be single as long as you can, because like the Lord, like the Lord will use that even more. He said, but like, if you find a wife, you know, like the Lord, like blesses a man who has a wife, it's not a bad thing. Your path's going to look different, right? Your first, your first ministry now is your family. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in what we want. I know I found myself there as like, God, I want this, right? This is sad, but I want a woman that I can have sex with and share love with. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, me and her just, we just get it, right? It's like the notebook. We just make, when we fight, we make up and it's in the rain and all this, (laughs) right? Like that's the idea. Like we've been conditioned to think Mm -hmm. like that. But God's like, wait, that's not real. That's an idea. Yep. Like we got, yep. I got, I got. I know you got to, you have to trust me,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I might need to develop you more as a man or a woman. But it's gonna be better, right? Like I got plans for your future. I got, I got hope for you. To prosper you, and that's that's hard for, I think any young man woman to see, um, because if you know, like the temptations only grow the older, the longer you abstain or. And 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 that's just part of being imperfect, but where do we run with it, right? Do we actually run back to God and be like, "All right, God, I'm choosing you today." Yeah, I'll be honest. Sometimes I'm like, "I'm choosing you." Okay, I'm not happy about it, but I know it's what you want me to do. He's like, oh, come on, be joyful about it, man. Mm-hmm, like, let's yeah. see your heart. <laughs> don't don't give into this religion, man. Like, like do it because you love me." Yeah. Don't do it because you'll think I'll love you more. Mm -hmm. Because I won't. Because I know right there in your heart, you already sinned, man. You already lusted. Right? Whether it's for that job, about that girl, about the future. He's like, dude, I already saw it. I already saw it, man. Like, come to terms with that. Yeah. Right? Let's, Let's address the real issue here. And it's inside. And that's just... So much easier said than done, <laughs> oh yeah, I was talking to my buddy, Austin Harris. I mentioned him in a podcast earlier he 's down at Arizona State, and you know me and him were kind of talking about like this sin we kind of do, and I think it, a lot of people might be able to relate is we we lie to God unintentionally. Hmm in in a sense where it's like how often are you truly honest with god being like god hey i don't want to pray to you today right like i'm not feeling the worship today like how often are we like no i'll push through religion 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 you know we're building a relationship we're not just waking up and drinking that pot of coffee because you know that's what we've done for the last 20 years no you're just you got to serve you got to serve the kingdom as a relationship and it's it's something that's not easy I struggle with it I'm guessing everyone struggles with it but that that's going to develop your identity right it's changed that's that's how you learn to know yourself is you're you're attacking your heart you're attacking the enemy in your heart and you're giving it to God and letting him in there it's it's a humbling thought it's a humbling thought I mean Jesus invites us to
0: walk with him do we invite him in though? Right. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, well, yeah. Do you have any uh, final thoughts or? Yeah, this is on? this
1: is a word. This is like a quote that I heard in that sermon, and I, I loved it. But it's really hard to under like to bring into words. So I'm just gonna say it, and I want you to think about it. Okay. Uh, it's called. It's a. He said, "Feeling is limited. Hmm. Feeling." Is limited. You know, think what you will about it. Maybe you'll hear it and it'll go in one ear out the other. But I, I encourage you to think about that and how it could apply not just to your relationship with Christ, but maybe motives for why you do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's good. Feeling is limited.
1: Feeling is limited.
0: Alright. Well, I think that is a wrap. So, thank you guys for tuning in. We just kind of just went for it, talked, and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it.